Hello folks, welcome to another bonus. This being the final few bonuses connected to the final part of our audio series dealing with rational male religion and positive masculinity. We're heading into a new order. And a lot of people not ready for the challenges of this particular new order. Some say it's an old war disorder. I tend to agree with that because some of it has been astrobated by issues in the past. Those issues in the past tend to become problems in the future. But I want to focus on the things that we have seen and some of the suggestions that have to be taken for men who are really serious of getting beyond blue pill, purple pill, and all of these other particular signifiers that have come about. You may have read his earlier books, Rollo Tomasi's earlier books. You may have read some ish books from Michael Desarian concerning these particular issues, especially Dragon Mother and Adultism. You have read certain things from John Michael Greer and all the others that each of the, these three men have been connected to. However, I am one to just give observations on all of these particular things and showcase the issues that we have got to get through, especially as we get older as millennials, as the Gen Zers coming to the fore, as this particular society could be going into a crisis or may be continuing as business as usual for the next several years and we don't see the great disasters that we do see or it might be delayed a couple years or it may not be as delayed. But I am going to make this very clear that 2022 is going to be a humongous year for a lot of millennials. The majority of the millennials that were born in this particular year were born in 1982. Well, between 1982 and 1985. And the majority of them will turn 40 within the next four years, in the next couple of years, the next three years in particular. So in one particular sense, we have to figure out ways to solve these particular problems. And one of those problems with relationships and all the rest of these things, Every single one of the people in the manosphere has said this. Same thing with, with Mr. Cesarian, but it's more of a more of an exercise format with martial arts and the rest of these things. And the same thing with Mr. Greer and all the rest of it. We have to change our diets. We have to get back into the gym. We have to start learning martial arts. 
Those are the things that we need in order for us to even get a chance to survive any sort of particular thing that we need to get through in the upcoming years, especially when it comes to food and drink and all the rest of it. We have to now not necessarily hack our body per se, but we need to change the way we see food. We need to change our relationship with <clears throat> our relationship with food and its particulars. Sugar, soy, meat, vegetables, the whole nine yards our first major problem especially with millennial men is too many different causalities too many different frames of mind and frames of thinking about weight, exercise, and a lot of these other things. We need to go into a simple track and the track is simple. The first issue has always been and always will be you exercise to save your skin, to save yourself. You lose the weight to save your own behind. You don't do it for a female. You don't do it to make sure you're better and to get the upgrade in jobs and all the rest of it. You don't do it. You do it for yourself. The same thing with martial arts, a form of self-defense. We need responsible people that know how to use both their hands as a weapon and both actual weapons as a weapon. We need to see sugar in the sense that we need to cut down on the sugar intake by a metric fuck ton. That we need to have a way to develop brand new sleeping habits. And I mean sleeping habits to the point where we cannot be taking jobs. And because I think one of the things the millennials are going to start understanding, millennial men are going to start understanding is that throughout all of our 20s, whether if it's video games, outside of video games, it does not matter. We did not get nine hours of sleep. We need nine. We don't need, we need nine hours of sleep. Millennial men needed nine hours of sleep in their early years. That did not mean, oh, we got to work every, oh, we being lazy. No, we needed nine hours of sleep. 
uh, we needed longer time to sleep. That means we had to sleep much longer. Our psyches from the time we entered the first day we entered high school to the present day have been attacked. Have been attacked. And the very few times that they weren't attacked, the very few times we were not attacked, those entities and those projects and those blocks of television, what have you, all been taken away or have been repurposed or have changed. Or they're lying about the way they change certain things. Y'all have to get that through your heads. Another thing that we have to also discuss when it comes to health is that the hatred on meat has to stop. Whereas I understand about vegetables, nutrients, and all the rest of it. I understand about vegetarianism. I understand about the rest of it. If it can be pulled off through vegetarian ways, you have to change the way you exercise if you're going to do that particular thing. You have to change the way you exercise. But when it comes to meat and meat products and all the rest of these things, let's have a understanding that it has to be used sparingly, but we have to have more meat products in order for us to be grounded in order for us to have a more stable mind. Now, some of those who are vegetarians and all the rest of it don't like the whole concept of eating meat and all the rest of it. However, this is a situation that deals with we cannot be dealing with the bullshit that we've been talking about, the replacements of meat and all the rest of these things, the soy products, the soylent. We can't be dealing with that anymore. That has to end rightly, right quickly. When it comes to exercise, I think DDP yoga has the right idea when it concerning yoga. I believe that we need to have a concentration in martial arts, starting with elementary school, with especially both girls and boys, especially with the boys, a heavy focus on the men. It needs to be non. It needs to be no McJojo bullshit. There gotta have to be some jujitsu things and whatnot. The doctors need to have, the pediatric doctors need to have, start to have a little bit of cojones realizing that you cannot have a society of women complain that they can't find better men when it was their society that said that women have to be better, but the men don't have to do shit or the men are just the waste of time and we need just, just throw them away. You can't have a society that has these women complain about where all the good men gone when they have been trying to destroy men for the last 60 or so years, starting from the time they were in the first grade, when they were five years old. You can't have that and think that's going people, it's going to fly anymore. It's not going to fly. 
So when it comes to exercising all these things, getting the pumps and all the rest of it, we need to do all that. Change the way we eat, change the way our diets work, change the way our relationship with sugar, soy, and the rest of these things. Change certain aspects of how we recover our bodies after exercise. And I think that we'll be in a much better place as we start to get older and a, and a lot of other things start to lose testosterone, the whole rest of it. We need to figure out how we can give, figure out how to keep our testosterone with these sports. There's not enough studies about that particular thing as well, because um, those that lose these matches tend to lose more testosterone than those that win these particular matches. Um, I am concerned about that when it comes to MMA. That's one of my major concerns going forward with the future of this particular sports. I am also somewhat concerned concerning the future of all of these particular things past the post-industrial age, what are we going to do with these men and the way they handle certain things concerning with education and the rest of these things? Because we are heading towards a place where a lot of these young men in the Gen Z era are going to suffer worse than what we have suffered in the millennial area when it comes to jobs and the rest of it. It is going to get progressively worse. But we are going to focus on the things that we saw in this particular project that we did, that I did. One of the things that we have never truly had a discussion about is the transitional relationship of heterosexual relationships. We have never discussed this problem. I think when we discuss this problem, a lot of things are going to change. I believe that these changes are forthright and have to happen in order for men and women to complement each other's lives. One of the things that I'm feeling that what could be reached is that a society, one of the conclusions that I have reached, and I'll say a little bit more in a debrief, is that a society that continues to placate the emotions of women between in the in the in the phases of her in the phases of her of of you know her biological phases of having children i mean what i mean is her cycle the menstrual cycle a society that focuses on women between the first 7 days and the last 7 days of her cycle. Well, the last 14 days of her cycle is a society that has basically given up on humanity. That's basically what it is. What we have begun to see 
is that we have pretty much, and this is on the latter cycle. That's between the sport uh, 14-day, 28 days, 14, 30 days. We focused our energies as a society placating women at the day, at the first seven days and the last 14 to 30 days of their menstrual cycle, but never have any sort of respect for the seven to 14 day cycle in between that particular cycle when she is at the most, at the peak of her prowess, if it were. If there was such a form of respect, not necessarily, I don't want to call it damning praise. I don't want to call it that. I want to call it logistical success story. If there was a formal respect for that logistical success story instead of the other particular days, I think our society would be in a much better place. Because what they have done, unfortunately, is says that they have confused that small period of time with every single moment of a woman's life. That she is at that point, that seven to 14 day period that she is at is most fertile as every single point in a woman's life. That's not true. That has never been true. It's only been a small point. That doesn't mean that she won't be doing certain things in the first seven days or the next seven days or the seven days after she's at her most fertile. But at the most fertile, she is at her most potent. One of the other things that we have to realize is that both diet and a generational shift in the way women see each other are partly the reasons why there is a quote-unquote incel problem. There is no incel problem. It has been a problem of prostitution. Can we make that clear? It has been a problem with prostitution. And if I and if you remember, in our last few episodes, I had stated, why don't Wine Gunner has stated that prostitution started all of these other petty crimes up to the point where we have a criminal criminal understructure in the Western world that is basically based off of the oldest profession in the world, quote unquote prostitution it is basically based on it it is based on what Roland Tomasi said in his recent book religion concealed estrus concealed estrus is used to get beta males to do the jobs alpha males are not willing to do make let's make that clear or they feel it's too repetitive to do. They got other shit to do. Prostitution is used in order to do work that other alpha males do not want to do or feel that it is repetitive. Thereby, we start the crime because of the work that alpha males feel that is too repetitive to do or 
is not is beneath him. An interesting thing, if you have ever watched Riverdale about the maple sugar thing storyline they've been using for the past several five years, for the five years or so it's been available, where does maple sugar come from? Trees, right? So there's a concept that Wudong used to talk about picking berries. Guess what uh, maple sugar is pretty much they come from trees you pick berries from leaves so it's a basically a tree so you're picking trees you're drilling for maple sh- sugar and so the whole storyline is that in the first season there was a crime syndicate that was based on the maple sugar where do we get alcohol from we get alcohol from berries, Dovid. Right. You get what I'm trying to say here now? We get it from berries. We get it from plants. We get alcohol from plants. We pick berries. So what happened during Prohibition? The beta males had to save their business of picking, you get it, You of picking berries, right? So, they picked the berries in order to get the pussy, right? When they stopped them from picking berries, what are they gonna do? They're gonna commit crimes in order to continue to pick the berries. Hello? While the alpha dudes are out fighting war, the beta males still picking berries with the women. The women giving them pum-pum because they picked enough berries. When they come back from war, they shoot the motherfuckers out. That's basic history lesson for you. A society that uses concealed estrus to give jobs to these young, to these men that would have never had any time of day with any female at any particular time, it's a society destined to fail. It's a society destined to fail, bruh. Destined. Whereas a society that fundamentally understands Masculine power, energy, and libido would not be playing the games of out of beta males or purple pill or blue pill games at any motherfucking time. It is better to have a scar in training than to have emotional scars of picking berries in front of women who don't even give a fuck about you. Think about that deeply. A society also in one of the conclusions based on the observations that we have made, a society that gives the rights of the rights of passage to 16 year old female 
in the modern era in all of the high schools in the majority of the Western world is doomed to disaster, both in psychological and in the ways we communicate with each other and in the ways that we see other people. One of the greatest disasters we have ever produced and created was that particular situation concerning with the prom, junior prom, senior prom, having these young women becoming the arbiters of a man's sexual fate, not only at that particular age, but in the future, past high school, past college, into his marriageable ages, into the ages where he was supposed to have kids and all the rest of these things. All of it has come to a basic destructive pattern that now has basically shown up right now as the disaster that is about to befall the teenage years of the majority of the mid-Gen uh, Zers and the next two generations afterwards. If things in America stay the way it is, but I doubt it will, but if it stays the way it is for the next 30-something years, whether it goes positive or negative, that is the issue that is above, up, that is facing us as a society, that we are going to have a gigantic, quote-unquote, incel problem that is not going to be solved the way people think it's going to be solved. We're going to have a disaster in our hands. You're not going to like the results of that disaster. It's not going to be pretty. So for all of us involved, we have got to start thinking about not even in the sense that we have got to take away the power that these 16-year-old females should not even even consider having and put it back into the community of men, of fathers, uncles, older brothers, grandfathers that are willing to give a, to bring back male rights of passage and male rights of passage. That's as basic and as simple as we can make it. If this society is not willing to do that, then this society is not willing to do that. It's going to suffer. Not only that, it should suffer for the transgressions it has done to its own children. All of these things they have done, especially when it comes to this particular point, is a transgression against their own society and their own children and especially their own young boys. A woman cannot initiate a man into manhood. That has never been done and it will never will be done. A woman that does that particular type of thing has control over that man. We have made sons out of 16-year-old. We have made these 16-year-old boys 
especially in high school, the sons of these 16-year-old young girls. This is why they can't have relationships with each other. Do you know why? These 16-year-old women, 16-year-old girls, see the 16-year-old boys as versions of their sons, not future husbands. And it is because our society has deemed boys to be inferior to girls from the time they were five years old. It's directly related to that. And they, as mothers, quote unquote, during senior, junior and senior prom, initiate men into masculinity and manhood through their eyes as these particular females the reason why they want out of control bad boys in the schools that disobey all the rules and all the rest of these things is because the unfortunate truth is the administrations of all of the school districts all around the United States Canada pretty much has built a system where zero tolerance lives, a way of seeing the world through a bug man's eyes, a managerial class is, and being a managerial class or using the managerial class to teach young high school students, this is the only way they can survive through life and all the rest of these things especially at the point where these same people and these same particular governmental agencies and parties of same created the, the emphasis, the societal degradation from the 60s onwards that caused a lot of these things to take place. And they have nobody to blame but themselves. So, for a boy to rebel against all of these particular systems gets girls, especially these young teenage girls who are at the beginning of their particular journey, life's journey at 16 years old, want attention from any man regardless of age. But by cuckolding, I don't want to say that type of word with it, but by feminizing these young boys from five years old, when they reach 16 and they said, we are going to have a day and I want to go out with this particular thing. You see the stories there. You begin to see the situation at hand as it is. We have to get the school can still do prom. We can still do all of these particular things. We just got to get rid of the whole freaking concept of women, especially these young girls, initiating these young men into manhood. That means we have to have another man. Uh, the men have to do another uh, a rite of passage for these young men. It has to change. If they don't do, if the community doesn't do that, the state does all the work for you, then you're going to be surprised when the son or all of this starts acting a way you don't believe will become successful for them in the future. 
we talked about LGBT in this particular situation, and I said, do not blame the LGBT for the problems of, of heterosexual women and men. And it's very simple. There's a cold thing called turf. Turf doesn't help men, straight men, in either way. It doesn't help them at all. They hate, they hate themselves. They think they freeing women from dissing men at all forms at all times. It doesn't even matter. They're not helping us. The major problem with the LGBT community, especially with the transgender women, a lot of transgender women refuse to accept boundaries. Especially when it comes to dating. That is their that is our only problem we have with the LGBT community is that they refuse to accept boundaries that we have set for ourselves. Because ironically though, the LGBT community, especially with transgender women, have accurately pointed out that these men today, these beta males and these propellers do not respect any type of sexual boundaries when it comes to women. They want women of all shapes and sizes and all the rest of these things because they see them in porn and all the rest of it. They even want transgender women as a little bit of a fun little exercise so they won't have to masturbate. I hate to tell people this, but again, this is the disrespect of men's power, libido, sexuality, and his existence in our society that has basically broke this society into a billion pieces. It has got to stop. It's a disrespectful notion. Respectful notions will instead, let me make this clear. I'll say it towards the end, but it is time for transgender women who complain about dating and all the rest of these things to understand that men have, it has boundaries. Don't say, oh, they don't have boundaries for these women and all the rest of these things. They have to start having boundaries. I'm going to put this caveat too. They have to have, to have boundaries for women as well. Straight women as well. They must have boundaries for straight women as well. They got that right. They have to have boundaries for women as well. So you won't be going out and saying, oh, you have no boundaries, so that means you can date me. No, that doesn't work that way. We must have, men must have, must set boundaries for straight women, transgender, gay men, all of them. They must have boundaries. For straight men in business and all the rest of it, they must set boundaries. If we, let me make this clear. Good fences make Good neighbors. Great fences make for best neighbors. The LGBT community, once we voted, once you sit, once once straight men set their boundaries and understand that, don't let nobody come up and say all oh, this any other day. I have to set my boundaries. I can't go from that. If a if a transgender woman can respect that. Things can start changing. Things start changing. And in politics, bull, bullshit's at the end, and we won't have this whole issue with transition, non-transition, 
who's going to whose bathrooms anymore because the boundaries have been set. But straight men have not set boundaries for what they want out of a relationship, out of the mother, out of themselves. If they have done that, we won't have this issue with the LGBT. There would, There is no issue between me and them because I set boundaries on what certain things are going to happen. A lot of people ain't ready for that discussion because you're scared of what that discussion showcases. It showcases that a lot of straight men, which is our biggest fault, have not set boundaries for straight women in particular on those who are going to be the mothers of our children, of our future children, of who we're going to have a house with, and so on. I'm going to say this. I mean this to be honest with everyone here. I'm going to make this it, and it is sad to say this. I said it towards the end. I'm going to explain it a little bit longer. This is a generational problem that we have between men and women in this particular generation when it comes to relationships. It is a generational problem. 85% of it is generational. 85%. And that is, and this is a very simple answer. Women mature physically faster than men. That's basically where it is. 70% of it is because they matured faster than us. That's the problem and the issue. So when a 30-year-old woman who already has children with somebody who was outside of our generation, understand that that was going to happen regardless of what anybody told us. So we were, we lost, the majority of the millennial generation lost by the time they were 18 years old. That is not our fault. We must forgive ourselves. The same thing is going to happen to Gen Z too. Y'all men, both in Gen Z and millennials, need to forgive yourselves for things that were out of your hands. They were in God's hands. It was not in yours. Forgive yourself for that. You were out of the game by the time you were 18. You turn 18, those that you wanted to like and be with at 18 years old already had a notch count above three. Forgive yourselves for that. You were out of it. I'm sorry. You were out of the contest for the majority of that generation. I'm sorry. Forgive yourself for it. Once you forgive yourself for that, everything starts becoming much easier to handle. It becomes much easier. You don't have to be with a single mother. That's not it. Once you figure that out, you can be at peace with realizing that the woman that you wanted to, that you really liked back then, all the rest of it, she was already out. Be at peace with that and move on. Even if you had the game, you had the day, you had the body, all the rest of it, all the talent in the world, you still didn't get it. Fine. 
move on and pass through. They were out before you even got a chance at 18 years old. Before you even had it, they were out. Same thing with the Gen Zers. They were gone when they, you were 18 years old. A majority of the women that you really liked and really wanted to be with, especially in high school, were already gone by the time you turned 18 years old. I'm sorry. You have to pass on and move forward. Even with that, that being said, what made this worse may have been the generational issue concerning with how men and women see each other. They were, we are, and a lot of Gen Xers, Millennials, and Gen Zers are victims of one of the largest disasters that ever happened to the family, no-fault divorce. Add the sexual revolution, add the situations concerning with the pill, birth control, and you got, a con and then SSRIs as well, which is related to this whole thing, missing fathers and whatnot, the cutting, the suicides, it's pretty bad. The abuse is also a part of this. One has to recognize and realize that ultimately it's a generational problem. One of the things that you're going to have to somewhat accept is that a lot of the Gen Xers, a lot of the Millennials, some Gen Zers in the early generations, but not so much now, but in the earlier generation, had their children way early, especially in urban communities, had their children way early. A lot of the Gen Xer, Millennial, and some Gen Zers will have their children much later in life, their first children much later in life. So we're going to have a generation where their peer set, their female peer set will be, have their children, their children will be 25, at least between 18 and 25, when they had their first children between around 15 to 18, 19 years, whereas their peer set who are male will not have their first child until they're at least 39 to 45. So there is an almost, are you ready for this, 20, 25 year difference. So the child they had would be at least 26 by the time you, 39, between 30 to 43. To 53 I'm covering all Gen Z Gen X and Millennials will have their first kid that will scare that scares the shit out of a lot of people this is one of the reasons why a lot of the gens one of the older those who are in the Millennial and Gen Z say who are older 
are starting to come up about this grooming thing that is coming out. They're starting to talk about grooming. But a lot of these women who were in the, who were in, how do we say it? They were already had those kids at that young of an age are trying to absolve themselves of the things that happened in their lives back then, which was a form of abuse. But again, when MTV started to promote teen pregnancy, teen mom, I knew this game was over. I knew it was over. I knew it was over for the television business at that particular point. Because once you start talking about supporting the dark shit, which a lot of this is, then bullshit gonna start happening that screws everybody over. The fact that the lack of fathers in this particular situation who do not teach their daughters how to respect themselves and how to respect him and his brothers, her father and her brothers, her uncles, as long as they know how to respect themselves is a crime against humanity. One of the things that need to be taught, especially now, is that the respect of men's sexuality and his prowess. You have to understand that even at this late date and even at this low time, men still have the ability. I did not say that men have the capability. I don't care how. They have the capability. They have the capability to have. Are you ready for this? They can go for eight times straight still at this particular situation. Even the dude that you think that is fattest motherfucker, this motherfucker can still have children. I mean, not fat, fat. I'm talking about not even chubby fat. I'm talking about he run and did that and the other thing, but he still got a top of a belly. He can still go for four times a day. The fact that our societies do not respect this is causing the problems that we're seeing today. Until there is a form of respect, unmitigated respect for what a man can do in the bedroom and outside the bedroom for some of these particular things, we wouldn't have all these fetishes running around being being all these particular things. We have an issue with women that do not respect the fact that men can do those things and more of the same thing and more. We don't respect that. And men are, are you ready for this? Because you hate that people hate it when I say it because they have been feminized from the time they were five years old. They have been locked out of their true potential. 
Oh, it's gonna get worse. You you really think I was gonna play with you? I'm giving you the game today. The game's on. You really wanna know how good they can go? Talk to a transgender woman who don't even take any hormones. And who tops that is not African-American? And you will see unbelievable things coming out of that person's mouth. You wouldn't believe it. You think it's a lie. It's no lie. That is your energy, even at this weakened state with all the phytoestrogens in the water, with all the soy going around and you eating the rapeseed oil and the whole nine yards. You could still do that? Imagine if you didn't have any of this. Forget about giving women respect just because she a woman. Why not society give respect to men because they are just men and they can do that particular thing, knowing that they can do it if their sexual repression was turned off. You played yourselves, America. You played yourselves, Occident. You really do not know how powerful men are because you joke. But the bullshit that you joke and you are about to see the bullshit right in front of you and when you not, when you least expect it. Go ask Miss White. Go, go, go ask Sterling Cooper. And then she'll, he'll ask Miss uh, uh, Blair White. Then let me tell, then tell me I'm lying. Fuck what you heard. They trying to destroy us, bruh. They've been trying to destroy us. It's been a bullshit. It's been bullshit since we were five years old. Told us to respect this. Do all these other things. No, 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 no. They don't respect us. It's period end of story. But man, we need to earn respect. Fine. We need to do. We need to do. They just are. I understand that. But if a society started respecting men for what they can do sexually, we wouldn't be having a lot of these particular problems. And in particular, we will be able to pass laws in order to protect both children, women, and men from unwarranted sexual advances, and rape and all of these other things and lies to the same because do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Knowing what man can do and what man cannot do, 
we won't be passing law we would be passing laws to respect everybody around knowing that how men behave and how men are capable of doing certain things and not capable of doing certain things that means women get protected better not worse not the same but better because if a woman lies she going to jail for the same amount of time and crime and there's no amount of tears for that if a man do the things that he said he going for time for a long for the same amount of time a woman will be going to when you hurt a child you're gonna die it has to be legitimate too we can't be just all oh, fly that fancy she because some girl come up and say oh he hate me and i saw him do this and whatnot that game ain't did that game ain't for real it has to be real actions, real crimes, real jail time. That's my model, and I have been stuck to that model ever since I was 17 years old, buddy. Keep playing games. You play games with the wrong motherfuckers these days, you're going to get slapped. That's the problem with a lot of you purple pillars and a lot of you big um, beta Males and a lot of you blue pillars, you cannot be taking the bullshit. You do not know what is in you. And then when they find, and then when something outside finds out what is really in you, then you shock that it's there. We all been known it's there. Stop playing yourself. Society fucked you over. Now it's time to get back at them. Now it's time to get back at them. These young women need to be taught, especially these fathers, need to teach them how to use weapons in order to defend themselves against men that are unscrupulous. Because even with our best ideas and our best times are that there will always be men there is going to be evil there's going to be evil in this world we cannot we cannot we cannot escape this but they need to defend themselves and they need to learn how to use weapons now i'm not saying they can't use karate and all the rest of these things but women are a little weaker than men it's proven it's it's biological there's nothing we can do about it but a gun is a way to defend themselves and make sure it's a gun that she is able is able to stop this dude at one time it has to be either the leg shoulder and whatnot it better be in the head if she is attacked now they're gonna say all these types of stupid shit about when the gun is this dude that and then no 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 that game is good that game dead now that game dead that game dead is pepper spray. It's taser. It's gun. Possession at all times. It has to be done at all times. When it comes to dating. When it comes to relationships and marriage, it 
is time to understand, and I said this a little bit earlier, I'm going to say it now. It is to be understood that the majority of all millennial women cannot be trusted with having a child. In at least in the Western societies. But a lot of people are going to have to realize that single mothers may be their only choice in order to have their own kids. I'm going to be real honest with you, and I really mean this to be, if it is your only choice, then do not enter into a contract of marriage. Don't enter into any contract of marriage with anyone who already has a kid from another person who is alive and is walking the streets. The only way this changes, if if that person, that male, is incarcerated for more than 80 years, more than 50 years, if it's 25 do not marry this woman. If the, unless it's a strenuating circumstances and there many times there might be, but let me just continue. The father has passed away. Then there can be a situation where you can marry that particular person. If the male is the biological father of that woman's children is in a mental institution for the rest of his days. Not a mental institution and he comes out and it starts over again. No, that is not a marriage contract. Don't do that. If he had committed a crime against those children that forces him to be a part of that, uh, Megan's Law or something of that nature, Outside of those four, do not enter into any sort of marriage contract with that woman who already has kids with another man. It does not matter. There is a thing that I did. I'm going to make this real clear, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to be explicit when I say this. There was a time when I was in my 20s. I did not... As a Catholic, I did not believe in condom use. I believe that condom use was only for those who are teenagers. Once you got out of high school, the game's on. We're here to find a mother to for our children. Condoms were not the goal, okay? My mind has somewhat changed on this. This is only because of single motherhood. If you're going to be with a single mother, please put a, use a condom. Please use a condom. If the single mother cuts the content, leave that place right now. She's crazy. If you're going to be there and that's your only choice, please use a condom. 
if this is it, you're straight, all the rest of it, please use a condom. You have no choice. You have to use a condom for a single mother. I do not care what it is. Unless it is those four things I just mentioned, you have to use a condom. Have to use it. There is no choice there. Outside of that, outside of that, any woman that does not fit your standards, but you still got to get one off because you don't believe in masturbation, use a condom. Use a condom. I'm sorry. You have to use a condom. But you still got to get one off because at that particular time, it is what it is. Use a condom. I'm sorry. The only point I would raw dog any type of woman. She's a supermodel, a pro wrestler. A supermodel, a pro wrestler. An athlete from MMA. Someone that's in the muscle bone community or the CrossFit community because... Sometimes you understand just because they have muscles doesn't mean that they did. Sometimes those muscles disappear after a few months. They're only just doing it for show. So the muscles disappear after a few months and it's like, oh, it's like they're back to a the way where we don't even see the muscles. So sometimes those muscles just disappear. So I would say, yeah, those two, because they tend to be girly, girly girls. They're not, the muscle bound girls are girly, girly girls. They... They even say it themselves. Um, and that's pretty much it. Those that are athletes or close to supermodels and all the rest of it, you raw, you go raw. Or the one that you think is going to be the mother to your children, you raw them. Anybody else that doesn't even reach your standards, it's condom use. That's when you know you're ready to take the rest. Outside of that, no. Condoms have to be used on all day. I don't trust the day. Another thing before we did, you don't even have to have sex with any of these women. Right? Use it. No, you don't even have to have sex with any of these women, especially these single mothers. You just date them and all the rest of these things. Once a woman pays for all these particular things, if she is not a single mother, stay with that woman. If she's paying for something, paying for you to do something, she paid for something like a gift or all those other things, then you stay with that woman. Then you raw dog her. If she's nice and all the rest of these things, then you wrong dog that woman. You don't do it any other day. Is she still playing the bullshit, doesn't care, all the rest of these things, all the rest of it. Then move on. Here's something that you also need to understand as well. The concept of when it comes to college, these consent forms. Any woman gives you a consent form, she's a prostitute. Ask for a price. Ask for a price. 
If she doesn't give you a price, you know what you need to do? Take that they go to court and tell them that you're bullshit. That, that, that they, since they're promoting um sex work and all of that, prosecute them for prostitution right raw because they broke the law on prostitution. They asked the price. They must ask prices. The schools must ask prices. If they do this, sue them out of court. Sue them. Because they're not supposed to promote prostitution. If they put it there and say prostitution is illegal, send them to court. As soon as you see a consent form of any nature, anywhere, when it comes to this, go to the vice cops and send them to court for sexual trafficking and sexual prostitu- and prostitution and the acquisition of prostitution. Send them to court. There will be no such thing as consent forms in any fucking term. If they show you they walk the other way, go to them and send them to court. Who, who did this? Send the people to court. You will win half the damn time because they're procuring prostitution. Any woman that is using a, a OnlyFans and subscription services in order to get people to fuck her, prostitution. It's prostitution. Still is. That's not allowed. Don't do it. Don't become another John. Prostitution must end. For our society to recover a lot of the problems it has. All the economic problems stem from prostitution. I don't care where it is. Capitalism, all the rest of it. The use of capitalism, socialism, all the rest of it. It's to acquire females. It is not a, it's not done to help the community at all. It's not done to help the community at all. And all the rest of it. A woman who's not ready to become a mother... Don't worry about it. She wanted to still talk to you. You can talk to her, but it's only going to be six months and then you got to move on. If she's not ready to be a mother within six months of you meeting, if it, even if it's two years that you talked and all the rest of it, is she not ready to be a mother and within six months, time to go. Stop wasting time. Stop wasting time. The millennial generation of women are not to be trusted anymore with our attention and our affection. And it will be the same for a lot of these Gen Z men. And it will be the same for the next generations of men that come after. Myron Gaines said something interesting about Instagram and how we meet females and all the rest of these things. It is somewhat of a risky proposition. He's somewhat right in this particular proposition. However, I would mix it up a little bit with the cold calling. How do we do cold calls? You know, dating women when we just see them and say, hey, you look great. 
Well, there is the thing called the airport uh, uh, concierge lounge. And if you do see a pretty girl that coming around the dance, hey, what's up? Learn how to talk to people with respect. Sit down, give them an idea, and then things will start happening. You live in an RPG. I mean, there's an actual uh, anime talking about how to level up as a gamer in real life. Come on, guys, let's get this there. No more black fellas. Let's go, baby, let's go. Shots of prize. Let's go. Robert Frank. <laughs> Clock, motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. All day long. If they ever screw with Scott Steiner's nephew, oh my God, the WWE gonna catch it. Tim and Bordeaux, if they screwed them both up, oh, I'm gonna get so pissed off. I'm gonna get pissed off. But that's but that's neither here or there. We don't hate these women. We don't hate them. They're our peer set, but our peer set has left us, ultimately betrayed us, ultimately betrayed our futures. We have to let them go. We have to let them live their lives. If they start bullshitting all the rest of it, that's fine. We got to put move. We got to push forward. We got to push forward. We have no choice. But back to Myron Gaines. Concierge Lounge is one place. When the bars open, it will be another, but you got to watch the field. This is why I said we have to do the wheel training as well to see if things are going to work in that particular way. The P, the P way, pickup artist thing was just level one. We're now at level three. We're now at level three, which is total work on ourselves. Things that should have been done when we didn't have any fathers or the fathers didn't say, or they were too beta, quote unquote, you know who. We're at stage three. We can't be hating women anymore for the things that they were out of control, that their biologies went out of control over. We can't blame all of them all the time, but their actions need to be blamed and they need to be showcases blamed. Another thing that you need to understand is that we have to stop simping for women. That's part of it as well. But there are women that are not necessarily the one and there will be no one. It was just another one's turn. You understand? But there are women out there that are exceptional. And they need to be promoted as exceptional. One of them was Hannah Kimura. She respected every man that she saw. Unfortunately, she's no longer on this earth. And one of the things that Red pilled me about that is the way this thing was handled and the way that they treated her and all the rest of these things. All she needed was her father to say, you need to survive. They love you in this world. And I love you, my precious daughter. Even if you are degenerate, messed up man and all the rest of it, especially from Indonesia with all their problems as a Muslim community and all the rest of it, they can still be great fathers. 
and say the right things to their children. That's all it needs to be said. You cannot be forcing women to become Mr. Mom. I don't care which country they are from. It doesn't matter if it's Japan. doesn't matter if it's America. All women cannot raise a man as a man. A woman can't raise every single child the same way with the same respect. She needed a lot of help. And even with all that, things can still not go the right way. That, that death really opened my eyes to the weakness, the wickedness of the world and the weakness, wicked, wickedness that women do to each other in ways that people cannot predict. And we, as a human species, are going to have to learn a lot. No, uh, 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 we, as mankind, are going to have to learn a lot of these particular things so we won't lose such women who respected men no matter what the age type race and all the like things like Karen Kamor did out of this planet it is a joke and it is a crime and that thing red pilled me faster than a lot of things can possibly realize so the fact of the matter is is that my generation's women don't even have half the things that she had at her disposal, despite the fact she lived in such poor conditions at her earlier life, but were able to get back on her feet and to become something of a special, special person. A special woman, not the one, but a special woman that was ready to become a superstar in her field of pro wrestling. There's very few women like that. The supermodels of the past, especially Christy Brinkley is one of them like that. Dolly Parton's one of them. Farrah Fawcett was another. We know who, who they are and it's very rare to see it in another person. And especially in another woman who can break the chains that connect her to all these other things and use the chains to understand where women are and how to give women the respect that they deserve as women. Despite the fact it comes from a woman who did drugged men in order to survive. Cardi B didn't make some sense when she said, instead of trying to destroy certain women for things that other women don't have, why not support her and join her movement in order for us to become better people in front of, especially around men? That's what Hannah Kimura, not Cardi B, but that is what the sentiment that Mrs. Kimura used, was representing. And it is a joke that things led into her doing that particular thing to leave this planet. And we are at deficit as a human species, as mankind, for her not being on this earth. That hurts. And it still hurts to this day. We're heading towards her first, the one-year anniversary of her passing. And so that's one of the things that red pill me to the whole thing is that millennial women are not like her. They were never like her. And it's not, it is not even willing to put in that sense that they will ever to become like her. Treat them as they're going to want to be treated. They want to be hoes, let them be hoes. If they don't want to be mothers, don't want to be mothers, then move on. Some of them will never have the looks. 
move on. You still can talk to them as human beings. Some of them have been abused and used. Understand, they pray for them, but you can't have a relationship with them like that. Some of them are not going to have the looks, but they have everything else. You have to pray over it and figure out how we're going to solve that particular problem with looks, or even can it even be solved if she don't have all these particular things and whatnot. After all that has been said in the last nearly 90 minutes, the thing that's going to make a lot of people angry at Novid Hollaback, that's the bike, is the concept of you not getting men not getting over all the things that Rollo Tomasi have said, that Michael Tesserin has said, that even John Michael Greer has said it's about women and men, that they still think that the bullshit that they're talking over at Instagram and Twitter and all the rest of these things, that women have any sort of, you know, oh, they get to get a say, hey, da, 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 blah, 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 yakety, smackety, and all the rest of these things. And you're still doing the beta male thing. And you're still doing all these particular things with all this thing. And you're still simping for these women that don't even give a fuck about you. And you still, and you fucking these fat bitches who don't even need to be fucked. They need to lose weight and to have some self-respect for themselves. They're having children out of wedlock. All these mistakes and whatnot. America is being turned into a prostitution paradise right in front of your faces and nobody seems to care. And it's turning into a prostitution paradise for the rest of the world's elite because this is how the elite get down. This is what the elite we call bourgeoisie sex politics. That is the ding of the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie is supporting a lot of these movements. Looking good at any weight. The transitions at too young and of age. Hormones at too young and an age. Bathroom usage at too young of it. Bathroom usage in different ways, in different sections at too young an age. All of these particular things that in any other decade would send people to jail, especially with the hormone usage and the bathroom usage, it would have sent people to jail. People are going to jail for doing particular things to other people. Why not in this particular case? It's a dark truth, bruh. It's not about hatred. It's about protecting the youth from things that they are not able to understand. Because look, 
a lot of millennials and a lot of Gen Zers are being told they have to take loans that they may never be able to pay off in order to go to schools that will teach them certain things that they no longer have the capability of teaching them. But the elite get to be taught in Latin, Greek, right cursive, and be in schools such as the Montessori schools and the Steiner schools all over the place. And then when they talk about all these things and have the ability to talk to the people and get people that never had the same type of education to talk on the Twitters and the Instagrams and all the rest of these things as elite resources, no one realizes that that education that they have, we used to have back in the past. So we have been living in deficit and we are in deficit. However, However, they're turning this country into a prostitution paradise because it is much cheaper to take a ticket regardless of whether it's going to survive in the future post-COVID or not. It is going to be cheaper to take a ticket to get your sexual jollies off than to just go into a, say, thing in Taiwan, not Taiwan, Thailand, and other particular things of that nature, and do the deed there. You can have all the things you want, and everything is all about generosity which is a new form of things for payment, gratuity payments for these prostitutes that are just starting out at 19. If America is not willing to step up and cut down these prostitution and this sex worker thing, as in sex work as in prostitution, not sex work as in pornography per se. If they're not willing to do these particular things and we're heading towards a world where things are not going to change in the way they're going to change. I stated this, I didn't wanna go too far into it, but now I'm going to go far as I need to go in this particular sense. It is time. Knowing knowing what we know now, if things are going to be transactional between men and women at this particular stage, that men are going to have to set a fund, set away $10,000. That's right, $10,000 to be set aside for these particular things dealing with prostitution if the state and the government are not going to knock this shit down. It is up to the state and to the government to knock this shit down. They must do it through the vote. They must say prostitution must be illegal now and forever. It must not be accepted in any city, in any state, in any nation. It must end. 
even in Hungary, it must end. It must end. If it doesn't end, then here's what it has to happen. You men who think that all you deserve is this, that, and the other thing, stripper poles, all the rest of it, fine. Okay. You can't, our sexuality can't be controlled and all the rest of it, we're still straight, fine. Set $10,000. Set it now. $10,000 a year go towards your sexual promiscuity. It goes towards it. It doesn't matter how much money you see, you spend that money. You cannot spend any more of that money outside of that for that fee. It's $10,000 and a year. Doesn't matter how much you make. You make 35, you got to send 10,000. You got to set aside 10,000. You can't use it for anything else. That money is locked. You can't use it for any other reason other than that particular thing. Spend too much, you're going to be poor. You deserve to be poor. That's fine. That's it. Oh, oh, you want connection. There it is. There's your connection. You say you want love. Love is behind an ATM machine. Set that $10,000. You say you're straight. You're straight. And you say you can't get no today. You can't get no action. Set $10,000 away. $10,000 a year just to get your sexual drawings off. Since you did, since did none of the other things are working, set that thing out. Set it out. That's what it is. Since this country is turning into a prostitution paradise, there it is. Eugene, put it down. How much? One tenth. Put it down. I don't want to see nobody sitting. Get the fuck out of here. You will never see me touch that cash. But this is an observation. If you're going to solve the day, there is no incel problem. Set the cash and put it down. Just understand you will lose it once you do this, but set the cash and put it down. You just proved the LGBT right. There is no such general sexuality is dying. When you put that money down and said this woman is done for an hour, you just saw saw one problem, but you caused 20 billion others. You proved them right. Because you have nothing else in your life going for you. You have lost every single option. This was your last option to prove that you still a man. There's your money. Use it. Outside of that, y'all got to go bottom. Y'all better learn how to bottom. I don't don't know what to tell y'all. I said it. It is either that or this. But in the end, you both lose. Because you refuse to get out of the Blue pill, purple pill, bullshit, and get into the praxis that will get your life in order. Your mental point of origin. In order for you to have a life and a future. In order for you to have responsible relationships 
with yourself, with the woman you hope to marry and the children you hope to have with that woman. But I don't know what to tell y'all. Those are just some of the observations I have seen. In the debrief, we're going to discuss other particular things as well concerning what I learned with this project, what I'm planning to do for future projects, and other particular things as well. The Iron Rose of Tomasi is great. But there's some things I need to also add to it as well. For you, all of us, young, for the young men out there today, especially those listening to me, you're going to have to start learning the languages of those that you want to be with. That means they have to learn Spanish if you like Spanish girls. You have to learn French if you like Haitian and other particular girls there. You have to start learning the languages of these particular day, the of the girls that you want to be with or you want to get with, because it will be somewhat easier to get the game. The, ge the game starts to become a little bit easier for her, for them, and then you start to have more of a contract with them and all the rest of it. If a woman doesn't want to take your last name, don't even do nothing with her outside of having sex. And even that, use a condom. Use a condom. Don't be with those that are abused, have been abused in their life way too much. Emphasize with them, empathize with them, be compassionate, but let them go after a certain time. There are women out there who just want to be mothers for the rest of their lives. They just love popping out babies. Stay away from them. Stay away from those type of women. Don't be simping for all these models. Don't even give money to them. Even if you want to give money to those that draw these females, don't even do it. You need to spend this money on trying to find a way to get your own apartment. To find a way to get your own apartment and to find a way to survive on your own. If you can't find a way to survive on your own today, get a room and find a way to do so. If a woman is paying all the rent, you're that woman's son. Period of this story. You are not hers. It was just your turn. God runs your life. End of discussion with that. God runs your life. The spirit of the, the, the creator of the universe runs your life. And you are the mental port of origin. Your own priest. Quote unquote. 
you have your imperial self. Do not lose the frame at any particular point in time. We have to develop a vocation that will last us a lifetime. That is our first love. Our second love, or next to our first love, the only thing that we should love more than God and ourselves, more loyal to ourselves, actually, we should love the word no. No should be our lover and our best friend. Pain should be also be one of our lovers and our best friends. Masculinity is not a bad word. And our future has always been in our hands. And we can see the end of the universe and the beginning of the next if we just get over ourselves and stop putting pussy as a pedestal. That's it. That's all I have to say about this particular issue. Two more bonuses to go on this project and then we're moving on from there. But this is pretty much it, folks. Thank you for listening. 93 minutes long. This is Novid Hollerback from Beyond This Earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict. Soon to be on stereo and wherever you get your radio shows. Thank you for listening. Next week will be a brand new episode of Beyond This Earth. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys then.